0: Joining us in the studio from Hospice Georgian Triangle, they operate Campbell House, we say good morning to uh, Kelly Cookson. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, John. And Jen Kerr. Great to have you both here. Good morning. Thank you. Jen, uh, let's start with you. You you work right sort of uh, in the trenches at uh, Hospice Georgian Triangle. Uh, What exactly do you guys do?
1: So um, at Hospice Jordan Triangle, we offer uh, a great variety of support services, um, which are actually free of charge. Um, and they're offered not only to the individuals who have a palliative diagnosis, mm-hmm. but they're also offered to um, the family members um, of those clients as well. Um, and these services include uh, caregiver support, um, which is offered not only a one-on-one, but also in group, which I facilitate myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also offer uh, grief and bereavement services to um, to the loved ones of, of um, individuals with those diagnoses. Um, and that—that's also offered uh, one-on-one as well as group support as well, um, and those those groups are are meant for um, people who. Um, need to, to come somewhere to give themselves a safe place to to talk about their experiences and what they're going through, um, whether it be through their, their grieving process or if they're going through their caregiving role, and they need someone to relate to and to be able to talk. Um, so it just allows a safe place for them um, to be and feel comfortable to um, support each other. Um, we're there to facilitate it, but it's really there, there um, for them to communicate with each other and get through that. That process um, with the caregiving support group. We actually have one being held um, this upcoming November, um, and that's going to be held on November the 18th, um, starting at 10 a.m. till 11:30. Um, and it 's just going to be a nice little group for <laughs> caregivers to come together, talk about you know what they 're struggling with, um, kind of the, um, the feelings that they 're going through and and just to be able to to come somewhere and take some time from themselves so it 's really important that we that we host these services because it gives them to an opportunity to reach out um, from what they 're doing at home with their loved one. Um, and we also host a group called, it's a life limiting illness group. So it's for individuals who are just diagnosed with, um, a terminal illness. Um, and it offers a safe place as well for them to come and, um, talk about, um, their conditions and their Mm -hmm. health journeys. Um, and that's held every second and fourth Friday of the month. Um, so, so basically, we want um, anyone in the community who's interested in, in registering or learning more, or wanting to learn more about our services, to to contact our integrated care team, and you know, feel free to ask myself or my coworker Heather about um, our support services. We're, we're happy to, to educate the community and, um, and get people involved in our, in our services.
0: It must, I can't imagine the type of work that you have to do in, in the sense that um, you're dealing with people at the most emotional time in their lives. Um, does that take a toll on on you and your staff? How do you who supports you guys?
1: <laughs> well, that's an excellent question. Um, so it it is heavy work. At the end of the day, you are you are you are taking on a lot of strong emotions, um, especially when um, someone has just passed away. Um, or is dealing with a brand new diagnosis um, mm. and we at uh, hospice Jordan Triangle we really um, it's it's prominent that we debrief with each other mm. we're very su- we're a very supportive team um, so we take that extra time to um, talk with each other after after seeing um, after seeing our clients um, and making sure that uh, you know that we're supported as well and um, we're able to communicate effectively and, and talk about you know what we just heard and, and what we just talked about, so having that support at uh, as a team is is detrimental at our organization for sure.
0: What kind of professionals do you have on the team? How big is the team? What? How many people are we talking about running this ship?
2: Kelly, would you mm. be able to? How many, how many staff members do you think we have? I'm now? not even sure. I know the foundation is only about four, but then the operations side there's. Because you know. have to have round the clock nurses? Yeah, twenty four seven. Yep. Uh, you have to have grief PSWs. Yes,
1: yep. we yeah, yeah. We have um, we always have a an, an RNs on staff. Um, mm-hmm. We have our PSWs, um, and that's um, in the the clinical side of, of mm-hmm. Campbell House. So as we, well as volunteers, as volunteers as well. So twenty four seven volunteers, um, which are we have wonderful volunteers mm-hmm. working for
2: us, and they're you know they're the main. Um, there's yeah, a- and if anybody is ever interested in volunteering, we are always looking for new volunteers. Okay. If you want to contact us at Hospice Georgian Triangle, we have lots of different roles for people.
1: Yeah,
0: And uh, certainly a lot of activity. Uh, we, we had a wonderful – Kelly uh, and Janet took us on a tour of Campbell House. It was a, it's an amazing facility. But that isn't where it stops. I mean, the, the Hospice Georgian Triangle is a much broader organization.
2: Yeah, people think of Campbell House as our organization, but that's really only part of it. That is our, um, um, where our, we have a residential hospice, right. but we also service people in their own homes. And in mm-hmm. the community, we've got um, visiting members, volunteers, and PSWs and nurses that go to homes.
0: And it's all free to those who need the help.
2: Everything is free to everyone in our community at all times. And, and how do we do this? Well, then our very small and very mighty foundation team has to raise. Um, we get about 50% of our funding from the government and right. about 50% we need to fundraise every year. So this fiscal is, I think it's about $1.1 million.
0: Wow. So every year you've got to come up with in the neighborhood of $1.5 million.
2: Yep. And we are, uh, we are on track this year nice (laughs) a lot of that has to do with
0: some of the events and fundraising that you guys organize but you also get some help from the community too
2: oh my goodness we get so much help from our Mm. community this working in this organization really restores your faith in humanity Mm. because you have no idea how generous this community is if if like if you're not paying attention or if you're not in the industry like it's a relatively new industry to me still and I'm shocked every day at how generous this community Mm is.
0: What are some of the things coming up to raise some funds for uh, Hospice, Storage, and Triangle?
2: Um, Well, one thing I just want to mention quick is just a quick thank you to everybody that was involved in our uh, gala, our Mm. CARE gala. It was the 25th anniversary, and we broke records for attendance and funds raised, and a ton of local people um, and local businesses helped put that together. So I just want to say thank you. We raised over $130,000. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to this amazing community. Um, And then coming up, we've had, um, we've got our first annual pumpkin walk. We had an idea, which is just a fun activity for the community to come out. Um, So after Halloween, when you've got your carved pumpkin and you don't know what to do with it, Bring it to us on November 1st, anytime between 8.30 and 5.30, and then at 6.30, we're going to invite the whole community to come, and we're going to have all the (laughs) jack-o'-lanterns lit up all around our new sanctuary garden, Yes, and we'll have some treats, and if the kitties want to dress in their costumes again,
0: everyone can come and see. I love that you get to amortize the uh, investment in the kids' costume over a number of different events Exactly,
2: (laughs) and the pumpkin, I mean, (laughs) all this time.
0: (laughs) Oh, that sounds fantastic. If people want to find out ways that they can fundraise for Hospice Mm Georgian Triangle, where should they go?
2: Uh, If you go to hospicegeorgiantriangle.com, we've had a lot of active third-party events recently. And if you are holding an event and you're interested in um, having hospice being your uh, charity of choice that would receive the funding, please reach out to us and let us know at the foundation office because we can help promote it. We can help um, with signage. Um and one last thing, we also have our wish list campaign, which is our annual end of year giving campaign coming up. And details are gonna be released pretty soon. I think beginning of November everything's gonna happen. Um, so please wait for more details on that. Um, if you don't have an idea of what to do for any kind of Christmas gifts, mm. we all have enough stuff. And our wish list campaign um, this year is going to be a brand new event and we have opportunities for people. Um, you can have a gift in memory of somebody or just a name of uh, somebody you care about. And it's an amazing idea because these annual campaigns are absolutely integral for us to have sustainable funding throughout the year.
0: Sounds great. Kelly Cookson, thank you so much for joining us. Jennifer Kirk, thank you very much for being here. Thanks, John. All the best to you and the gang in Hospice Georgian Triangle, and we look forward to talking to you more.
1: Thank you.